So Chris originally asked me to do an introduction for based on Eurovision, and then Kevin began asking questions about Virginias, and Chris started mentioning Virginias, and the conversation just kind of spiraled out of control. This is the fucking Coast to Coast Expanded Universe podcast show for ears and sometimes eyes. That's Kevin. Hello. That's Neth. Hey. That's Chris. What I say? I'm Gavril. Just start the music. is done with our shit and it's only been two minutes we've been in here for an hour christopher (laughs) uh welcome to episode 189 of the coast to coast expanded universe podcast show for ears sometimes eyes and other orifices should you choose to put them inside of them nice wait what episode did you say (laughs) 191 yeah but that's not what you said did I not say 191? I think you said 195. Did yeah. I? Yeah. You did not say 191. That's why I was like, wait, what? Well, it's episode 191. Regardless. Start the whole show over again. Start the fucking show. No. Kevin, I just want to say fuck you in. and your... Uh, uh, Kevin, I just want to say fuck you and your Los Angeles and your angels hat. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, the angels can fuck right off. Angels are fine. Uh, Don't pile on the angels. Fuck the angels. Fuck the Dodgers. Fuck all the fuck all the California teams. Do you have enough stamina to fuck all those men? I don't know if you would manage. I don't think I've got the stamina for it. You know what? I might have to call in a ringer, Chris. (laughs) Oh, I'm done. (laughs) Dude, baseball guys in guys in baseball uniforms. I will do it. Delightful. Well, like I said, welcome to episode 191 of the Coast to Coast Expanded Viewers Podcast Show. My name is Gav. This is Neth. That's Kevin, and that's Chris. I'm the horny gay one. Which, you know, he that's his entire personality, so it's okay. At least online. At least online. That's his entire personality. In real life, he's actually a very pleasant, you know, gen, uh, you know, gender neutral kind of individual. Just doesn't like anything at all. I hate 99% of all things. Yep. Period. This is just persona. This is just... I think that applies for all of us. I, no, no. It applies more for me, Neth, because I'm the one that sits here and wants to purge. Yeah. Misanthropy's a bitch, yo. Hey, uh, so how's the weather going for everybody currently? Oh my god, it's are nice we going to talk about fucking... Shut up, Kevin. Shut up, Kevin. <laughs> Are we going to talk about Jean Luc Picard on this show today? Maybe. Picard. What is the weather? Picard. Uh, it's currently sixty-four. Apparently. Uh, oh, that is damn! It's sixty-four. 18 for eighteen for us. <laughs> Chris, I was going to say eighteen. eighteen. Okay. <laughs> I was like sixty-four degrees centigrade uh, Celsius. What the fuck is wrong with you people? How are you alive? It's fifteen and a half here. It is sixteen here. Uh, oh my is. god! It's warm. At the Chris moment, is. I think it's already about twenty. Let me see. 
Wow. I live in Scotland and it's warmer than it is in LA right now. Yes. It's true. actually not it. quite 20. I, I mean, it, it's also like just 8 a.m. Oh, for him, yeah. So no, sorry. It's, it's, it's 24. Warming up. We have yeah, a heat wave next week. We have a heat wave next week. It's going to hit about 24, 25 for us next week. I'm really? Oh, my God. 75 in the mornings, Chris? <laughs> oh 24 degrees? Holy shit, man. Y'all are going to fucking die. I might. <laughs> I'm a fat is, man and don't do well in the heat. He says heat. Remember he, keeps saying, he keeps saying heat, Kevin. Okay, but That's it's like real. when you guys complain about the cold and I giggle at you. Yeah, it's um, 60 yeah. degrees and I'm wearing Last, a hoodie right now. Oh, Kevin, do you remember the first time I went to BlizzCon? Yeah, and I got stranded in New heat. York? No, 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 not that. Remember when I got stranded in New York for yeah. a day? Mm-hmm. I was walking around shorts and t-shirt and everyone was in fucking winter jackets. <laughs> I was like, dude, it's a beautiful 16 degrees. I love this. Right? I, okay, let me put it this way. Like, I'm wearing a long sleeve flannel. It's 24. <clears throat> and this right here, that's my heating pad for my back. I have a I mean, heating pad just, on that's a... That's just because you're an old man. And a long yeah, sleeve flannel. True. I have a long sleeve flannel and a heating pad on right now, so I don't know what y'all are talking about. It's twenty four. It's going to get up to close to thirty today. The heating pad is purely because the Grim Reaper is looking over your shoulder. <laughs> that too. Yes. <laughs> He's like five more minutes. Five more uh, minutes. Yes, I'm now legitimately be... trying to figure out where my heating pad is because I was like, "Ooh, that's a good idea." I that sounds good. Do that. <laughs> I'm not, I do have my I do have my critical roll blanket though. There you go. Um, it'll be. 34 by noon. Uh, sorry, not 34. 30. It'll be 30 by noon. So, heating pad. Yep. I'm wearing. My, I'm. I'm. I'm all cozy now. I'm in my blanket. Um. But yeah, welcome to the show. Um. Let's go. Welcome to Golden weeks. Girls. Right. This is Golden Girls. Everyone. Thank you for being a friend. Heating pads and. Wow. Chris is clearly Blanche. Do you have your foot? No. Tub? No. I. Channel you Sophia. are Blanche. I channel Sophia Blanche. whenever possible. You are Blanche. I channel Sophia whenever possible. You may channel her, but you are still Blanche. You are the slut. <laughs> Blanche is the Wait, slut. Which golden right, girl are you? Go. go, Kevin. Um, the oh, redheaded one. Kevin's Dorothy. Kevin's Dorothy. Is that the redheaded one? What's why no, am I Dorothy? No, Kevin's Dorothy. Kevin's Dorothy. Okay, now let me do this. this. Kevin's Dorothy. Neth is. Neth, I'm sorry. You, you... I'm Rose. You're Rose. You're 100. I'm Rose. Rose. I'm 100 Rose. Gav is Sophia. Gav is Sophia, and I. You're am Blanche. Blanche. I'll take it. Told ya. <laughs> All right, quick, Chris. Fuck Mary, kill the Golden Girls. Go. <laughs> I'm just waiting Gav, for Gav to start his next story. Picture it, Cecily, nineteen twelve, because she'd know what she was doing. <laughs> Mary Rose kill Dorothy. I'm saying wow. it. Wow, there you go. That's uh, that's um, aggressive. Okay, fuck Blanche. Marry Sophia. Kill Dorothy. That's that's an interesting choice. Marry Sophia because. 
Sophia makes that amazing yeah. ragu. Oh yeah, I'm like I was just thinking that when you said I it, I was like, "Ooh, this. the food. I started this." <laughs> I'm sorry, I started this. I opened my mouth. I've already started this, and I apologize, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Plus, plus, here's the thing: if you keep Rose alive and just the the fourth of the three, like it's a case of you're always gonna get those Saint Olaf stories. <laughs> Love Rose. Betty White was fucking amazing oh, as Rose. Hey, Kevin. I love her. Kevin, what have you been up to the last couple of weeks, my guy? Uh, I'm really glad that you asked to move the show forward. <laughs> um, I, I am playing Path of Exiles, and I apologize. My voice is not 100% today. Kevin has um, balls in his mouth today. I'm, pay- I'm playing Path of Exiles because everyone else has stopped except maybe Gavril. And it's going okay. I got to level 89. I completed my level 75 labyrinth run, which I was happy about. I don't know how. I finally, um, I learned how to use like the jewels, the large jewel clusters, and those mm-hmm. are really good. Yep. They allow you to basically pick your skills, and that's cool. Yep. Anyway, so I'll use your jewels. I'm having fun with that, but I'm getting to a point where I'm like, it's very difficult to progress in EXP because I keep dying. Um, we yep. started a run of Icarus with LB and Gavril. And this is, it's fun. I'm enjoying it. LB's building a house, Gavril's hunting, and I am farming in that game. So basically what you guys do in every game of that type, LB yeah, builds, no, Gav fucks around and finds out, and you farm all the shit. No, no, yes. no, 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 no. The best LB, LB is the LB is the one that builds. Gav is the one that provides. Always. Gav is the one that provides, and Kevin's the one that just sits there. Okay. Yeah, no, no. provides all the food. No, no. Kevin provides Kevin, the food. Kevin does like Kevin is always like very much in the like I'm doing the farming and crafting, and Gav's all fucking around and finding out. And LB's I'm, like, I'm I need more this for our house. I need to build another layer on our house. This oh don't touch this. This is gonna go here for the house. I'll be got the house down. Mm-hmm. Yep, That's I'm true. not gonna disagree with that statement. Yeah, we we started a new game mode because they have a persistent game mode now, so that when you stop the game and come back, all your stuff's still there. The they also have quests in it, so like you can start like a easy or a medium or a hard or easy medium hard quests. You gotta choose from two of them and the quests have been like normal quests like mine or farm or hunt yeah but it's something to do and it gives you little rewards because there's no way to get stuff from outer space yet which i don't i don't know if that's a thing or how do we i don't even know if you can get stuff from outer space maybe that's on tier four but uh we have a few hours into it it's going fine the exp is slower than it was in the previous game, I think Gav said. Uh it's I believe it's slightly reduced XP gain. Yeah, but we've gotten to like the third out of four tiers so far. So I mean can, I'm on the fourth tier myself, but yeah, Gav's on the first tier. So we can build most of the stuff already, but we're getting into the stuff that we haven't gotten into a lot previously because it's newer content or it just took a long time to get to like the fourth tier in the first place. So electricity and uh hydro power or just like water pipes and stuff 
So that's going to be the next thing that we get into. So been fun enjoying that. That's all. Okay. All so, right. Um, uh, I, since we're going to talk about Picard later, I did want to mention a show that I saw on Paramount Plus because in order to get Picard, you have to get Paramount Plus here. So I bought Paramount Plus for a month. Yep. I'm which is an online streaming service. I watched a show called Rabbit Hole, which uh, stars Kiefer Sutherland. And it's kind of like a um, conspiracy theory drama type show. And it's okay. Um, the whole, it's like you're trying to unravel this conspiracy theory and you don't know if it's real or not. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. And there's like, you know, action and people are just randomly dying and you're trying to figure out why. Um, it was an all right show. It was like a limited series, like eight episodes. I don't think it's worth watching, but I wanted to mention it anyway. Okay. So yeah, that's what happened. Good. Glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was all right. Okay. Um, I'll go next, I guess. Um, I played PoE. Been playing that mostly by myself. Um, what level are you up to? 88 87 something i keep dying so i just i throw myself into everything i don't give a shit i don't care about the xp <laughs> loss on death yeah um i make slow progress um i'm playing icarus with kevin and lb um i'm also replaying the story mode for frostpunk um at the moment in preparation for frostpunk 2 which will be out this year um I am considering Darkest Dungeon 2. I'm not 100% certain if I'm going to actually buy it based on the things that I've seen for it. It looks very different than the original game, so I'm not sure. Um, as I mentioned to these chuckle fucks earlier, I am replaying Cultist Simulator and remembering that I'm absolute dog shit at it. It's a fun game, but I fucking hate it. What type That's of fair. a game is that? Um, also, it's a, why are you replaying it if you hate it? Yeah. Um, because I like the game. The game is actually very interesting. It's just I'm not good at it. It is a quick time event card game ish sort of thing. Simulator. Mm. It's hard to explain. I'll have to show you all. Okay. Okay. Crash, that's most games I play is that I really hate this, but I like it. Morning crash or afternoon in my case. Yep, but that's what I've been up to. Oh. Um Christopher. Oh, me. Hello. <clears throat> what have I been doing? I <clears throat> been playing Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> yep, <clears throat> been playing Fortnite. Um <clears throat> trying to finish up the Star Wars event that's been going around. Um fucking hate the lightsabers. Good lord. I have Every, they're overpowered. They they're I, stupid. Not even just okay. So I have beef with with Fortnite right now because they removed trios and I'm really annoyed by it. <clears throat> not happy. I like I right. like trios. trios. So the no trios in general. Oh wait, oh, I've said this to you earlier. Trios in general. Oh, I misunderstood are what gone. you meant. Oh my god, I didn't realize that you meant like non-ranked as well. What just the fuck? Trios in general are gone. What the fuck? What yeah. the fuck? Right. Okay, that, that that's extra stupid. People are okay, very sorry, pissed. continue. I'm very pissed. People are very pissed. Um what else have I been doing? I've been playing some Warframe. 
I finished the all the story. Do very I know wow. stuff. All the things now. <clears throat> it all oh, makes good. sense to me now. I have not played <laughs> in a long while. Actually, it's been a y- over a year. Yeah, you can blame my FC leader. He wanted to play Warframe. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I have never played it. What's your opinion of the game after you've been playing it for a while now? Uh, I mean, I played Warframe before, Kevin. Do you, but Uh, like now that you've gotten to some of the end game type content, do you still want to keep playing it? Or you're just kind of like, oh, the story's done. I'm okay playing. I was only really playing it for the story and to play with my friend. Uh, so don't get me wrong I will jump back in and I'll do some more stuff because there's weapons and uh, warframes that I would like so but I got I got my uh, Excalibur Umbra I'm happy nice Um, and I've been playing Hawkeye Star Rail well I was gonna say uh, Excalibur Umbra is like old story stuff at this point. It yeah. is, it is, but I, yeah. I hadn't done it and <laughs> I now say, I have it. That was like three years ago? But I well, didn't know yeah. all the things that you learn about Warframes and that story. Oh yeah, I didn't know any yeah. of that. Now I do. Yeah, fair. You were saying? Honk- uh, honky Honkai gotcha game? Star Rail. Yes. Honky gotcha, gotcha game? Yes, yes, yes. Story is really fun. The the actual mechanics are really fun. I love turn-based, so it's really fun to me. I heard you like having no money in your bank account at the end of the month. I don't spend money on it. I think I spent like fifteen pounds, and that's about it. What is it? <clears throat> it's a. It's a. Is it like yeah, Genshin? It's like Genshin. It's from the same company. Oh, this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard about this. Is the one. This, this is, is Genshin Impact Genshin. in space. Yeah, this is sci-fi Genshin Impact, except it's turn-based. Instead of action based, it's really fun. I enjoy it. Uh, I, I do recommend it, Kevin, if you haven't tried it. I have many, many waifus and many husbandos. Okay. I have strippers. Is the gameplay fun? Uh, I will stream a little bit for you after we're done. All right. It can be played on both desktop and mobile. And uh, PlayStation like Impact. You do you. Hey, Neth. Hey, Gav. With your fucking rainbow puke RGB headphones. Fucking talk. <laughs> I thought what you said I you done? weren't going to get headphones that had a Y shape to them. It was the only ones we could find. Just don't, oh. don't even start on me. Oh. Don't even start on me. Don't even start on me looking for hours to try to find you one that didn't have a Y shape. Okay. Can we also discuss, though, that you are looking in the price range of, like, several hundred dollars? I found stuff under $200, okay? And I found things for under 70. I was gonna say, the headphones I'm wearing were, like, 50 pounds. Yeah. These were $11. I don't find most earbuds comfortable, though. I would have gone earbuds. Because these are just earbuds, they're not earbuds with mic. These were, like, 7 bucks. Yeah, so this hat, I, I can't, I don't know where the whole thing is. Maybe it's on this side. There's a removable mic. So somewhere on my desk, there's a microphone that I can plug I think, in if I want to, uh, but I don't need to. So. Hey, Neth, I think Crash's uh, idea for your 
uh, every two weeks is actually worth, uh, valid and worthwhile and should be explored going into the future. Thank God that that's not making any noise right now. Yeah, you're not making enough noise for your gate to pass. Yeah. It's not making enough noise for the it's gate the to pass. It's the noisiest one I have. That setting I know, that I told you to turn off before is back on, by the way. What? Oh, never mind. Uh, background. Yeah. Six and one. No, it's not. Uh, it has to be because uh, you just made zero noise. Just continue it's not. Plot. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Let's let's, let's is, get on with not. the fucking show, yeah. both okay. of you shit Okay, 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 okay. Uh, Jesus H Christ. War zone. Uh, with you and Nicole, Gav and Nicole. Uh huh. Uh, Fortnite mostly by myself. Um, because damn you, Christopher. Uh, and then watching binging the fuck out of season two and three of Picard and then finishing all of the seasons of Ghost Adventures of Spawn. Oh, also so. Eurovision. We did, did Eurovision. Yeah, you I, I it doesn't show over here, so I only got to see bits and pieces. Um and being sick for the majority of this week. I, I was off sick from work for pretty much the whole week. So Sorry to hear yeah, that. That was that was my week. That's great to hear, Death. You have something you... in your teeth. No, I don't. That's that's mustache. It's not. Oh, okay. You you have you have mustache in your teeth. <laughs> yep. You're welcome you're... for the list, LB. <laughs> you're welcome for the list, LB. Apparently, Neth is on strike. I don't remember giving you permission to strike. I'm on strike. Someone else can check the email until we start getting email. I'm not checking it anymore. How are you going to know that we got emails if you don't check the email? That's true. I, che I checked a Twitter. Edged sword. On Twitter. Fuck Twitter. It's a hell site. I know. But it's my job, so I checked it. Our See, emails Chris are is a good very, little drone. Okay, but our emails are very pain in the ass to get into now because I can't just click one click on them. I have to do this whole weird thing because we switched to the other service and I don't like checking them anymore. So there you go. Yes, I'll go check them. No, I'll go. I'm checking now. Just come back to me. I'll get back to you in a moment. No, I mean, come on, I already had them gross. logged in, so. We, I'm sure there's something that we can do while we check email. I don't. Orgy? Like, I can do country. What? What? Um, I don't think we can do an orgy. No. I know. Nothing in the emails. Shocking. I know. Let's be mean. She has been kind it's of kind mean. of mean today, a little bit meaner than most. All right, <laughs> we have people who listen to our show from multiple countries, from the Liar. U.S., Canada, Germany, Singapore, and United Kingdom. Okay, Singapore. What, what, that's what, new. What would, that, what would that make up, Gav? Um, he didn't write them, so I don't know. Say it again, Kevin. U.S., Canada. Germany, Singapore, United Kingdom. A skag suck. A, a skag suck, yeah. Pretty close. 
Thank you, Oscar. Depends on if you're going to do Germany or Deutschland. You're a CAG suck. I'll suck your CAG in a minute. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Don't let me stop you. Um, oh my! <laughs> hey guys, there was a Blizz, there's a BlizzCon update. Oh yeah, they announced BlizzCon even though we knew they were going to announce BlizzCon. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that that was Stone. A I thought Stone announced BlizzCon like 18 years ago. I mean, yeah, Stone, Stone has been very excited about getting to go to BlizzCon again this year, so Stone has been talking nonstop about going to BlizzCon. Yeah, but he's but not Blizzard even going only into just BlizzCon. Announced BlizzCon. I didn't even know it was a thing until Gav mentioned it before we started recording. BlizzCon was going to be coming back again. I'm not even going. I'm boycotting BlizzCon. Although we are going to steal stuff strongly. We're going to steal stuff for lunch. Based on based on the prices of the last BlizzCon, I ain't going. Yeah. Uh I wanted to go. I mean, I mean the whole. It's like getting. Getting trans, getting travel and accommodations and everything else. Well, yeah, they're announcing it in May for November, and like, I mean, also, you know, the fuck are you chewing on? Breast milk thing and all that. I'm still kind of not. I'm yeah. sorry. What? All of the shit that happened. All, all the Blizzard Blizzard. shit that happened. All the Blizzard stuff that happened. The 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 guys drinking breast milk out what? of the communal fridge. Don't you remember that, Neff? Yeah, I do now. But <laughs> at first, kicking I was women like, out of the breast milk milking water. room, and you know, uh, all of the yeah, um, sexism. Room. Yeah, all the bullshit that happened with Blizzard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that just kind of dovetails nicely into the fact that hey, guess what? Blizzard just announced that they're canceling the majority of the PvE experience for Overwatch 2, and uh, guess what? They cancelled it like a year and a half ago before Overwatch 2 even launched. So they and they're lied just now to telling us. us. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, but they remember, just didn't tell game, us so. that they had cancelled it. No, no. They told us that it was coming, Kevin, while it, when it oh, was yeah, launching. They, they mentioned several times during launch. Several that, hey, we're delaying this, than later, just not but, on release. I mean, to be fair, though, like, you're not paying anything for the game, so is it considered a lie? Is it considered a lie? The whole point it was was false advertising, to be quite honest. That's all. That's what it is. The problem is is that we're not paying anything for the game. Unless you bought skins, unless you went and bought skins or battle passes, you didn't pay for the game. So you, you have no leg to stand on in that argument. Yeah, if you wait, it's kind of one that I can't up, get anymore. Oh yeah, that's the annoying part. Uh, well, you also got to remember that Jeff Kaplan, when they originally announced Overwatch Two back in 2019, said that Overwatch One and Overwatch Two would stay working concurrently with each other. And that Overwatch One would be the PvP client essentially, and Overwatch Two would essentially be the PvE client. Yep. Well, a lot of things changed, and it's not what they said it was in the beginning. And I think that's just. Well, I don't know if it's a mistake, but it's part of this culture of like you have to know everything about the game before it launches and you have to get people hyped up about the game. You guys remember when Ian Hazacosta says we have a ripcord and then like six months later we don't have a ripcord? We don't have a ripcord. And then like three months later we have a ripcord. Yeah. 
and they pulled the ripcord. Yeah. Do you remember all the lies? Oh, yeah. I'm seeing a pattern, guys. Are you? I mean, it's like, like, why are we even supporting them anymore? You know? Why are you all supporting them anymore? That's true. We shouldn't support them anymore. Yeah. That's that. That's a lie because I do play Call of Duty with Neff. So, but you didn't spend money you on. Oh well, uh, mm. yeah, I spent money in the past, mm-hmm. and I used well, that yeah, money you, rolling you, forward. Yeah, rolling because the rolling forward, the battle pass rolls forward. So mm-hmm. we need to finish that. By the way, yeah, it needs to be finished. I know. I mean, I don't, I don't mind them deciding that they're going to cancel the. It does piss me off that they like canceled it, but like I wasn't gonna play the game anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I honestly was going to play the PvE. I I had no interest in doing the PvP, but I wanted to see more of the storylines for the universe that they created. Yeah. Because uh-huh. that was originally supposed to be the next MMO. So uh, I wanted to see what was gonna come with the well, PvE stuff for the storylines. Extremely excited for the PvE stuff because yep. like the Overwatch 2, when they did the, the Halloween event, the PvE Halloween event was really oh. fun and so interesting to play. Yeah. And it was a glimpse of the future of Overwatch PvE. And then now we're being told, yeah, we never planned on making any anymore. So, yeah, fuck you guys. I'm sending now, that's you a water bottle that to drink like a normal person. That's so fucking it's, it's a fucking jug of water. Nep, get over it. Ian, it's so distracting. Fucking get over Fuck. it. Man. Jesus Christ. See? Normal. Weird. <laughs> hey Chris. Get over in, it. in this game, the the Hokai Star Rail game that you mentioned, is it turn based no. or action combat? Turn based. Okay. So Genshin is the only one that's action combat. Yes, Genshin's the action, Honkai is the turn base. No. I like no, the riddle is... puzzles that you had that one time I was They were really play. fun. No, like it's not to say, to get back on topic real quick, it's not to Sorry. say that Blizzard is saying that there will never be a PvE thing happening no. in Overwatch 2. They are still going to be releasing content in a PvE fashion, but it's going to be set up in like the old, like, like the Resurgence event or whatever it was. The The the, the Halloween memory event, event or the Halloween event or something like that, where it's all just a horde mode, basically. You know, they said they're still going to do those kind of events. Like the seasonal or battle pass based events for PVE. But they will not be doing the whole thing that they talked about with Overwatch 2, which was like talent progression and skill trees and things like that. So, yeah. so no point in playing Overwatch 2 is what you're saying. Unless you want to just play horde mode shooter, yeah. No, well, I have I have I have other games for that that do it better. You have Gears of War. Literally the Left 4 Dead games. I know. And they're gonna they release that Starship Trooper game too. Which has like building well, elements to it too. Fortnite right? does fucking a really good horde mode. Really? I didn't know that. Fortnite has like a shit ton of mini games in it, man. They have crawl pun and everything. It's fun. I had so much fun really playing fun. with you and your friends that did that one time, listening to y'all shit talk each other when you run fast because it was so funny. 
Wait, what was the... So we mentioned PvP. BlizzCon, PvE. PvE. What was the other thing I mentioned was something that we wanted to talk about? Besides the other... Besides the big thing that we wanted to talk about? Um... You know, I, I remember you three things. It was, yeah, it was it was BlizzCon. It was the Overwatch PVE. Oh, oh, the um the merger. The merger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So well, the yeah, CMA, which is the market authority in the UK, has denied uh Activision Blizzard's uh Microsoft merger uh proposal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the EU's regulatory body uh has approved it. Which is going to continue setting the track to maybe seeing the UK be frozen out of Microsoft, uh, Microsoft services and uh, well Xbox related services going forward, which is a realistic possibility. Um, if this continues, Microsoft could just decide if Microsoft does get approval from everybody else, but not the UK, they could just decide to pull out of the UK market completely. The UK market is not as big a market so as to threaten their bottom line during these negotiations. The UK thinking is bigger than it actually is? Shocker! Um, so, yeah, it's... Um, you know, it could crash. Crash has asked, asked uh, is this enough for Scotland's Honestly? 49 to become 51? And I'm like, Maybe that maybe could actually what is it? Gamers rise up, you know, whatever that whatever that dumb meme was. I read uh, I read an article that over fifty percent of the population of the planet now now plays video games and associates themselves as gamers. Yeah, so that's that's so it's not in the sense that we understand gamers and the sense that we grew up being gamers. It's you know, it's people that play mobile games and things like that, they're still gamers. Mm-hmm. That's how they yeah. identify themselves. It's like you look at it. It's like, oh yeah, I play, I play Honkai Star Rail. I play Genshin Impact. I play Final Fantasy. I play Candy Crush. I play Candy Crush. Crash, your mom's a gamer. If she's playing Candy Crush regularly, she's a gamer. She's playing a game on a regular basis. Like, yeah, it's not like it, 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 there, there's differentiations. There's hardcore <laughs> gamers and old school gamers and things like that. But it's like at the end of the day, we're all part of the same demographic. We're all part of the same group that they're we're chasing all after. Gamers. We have well, why. They're not like um, us that are playing games as uh, if it's a part time job. That's a differentiation, I think. I think that's just people who need to go touch grass. People that are playing games that need a. Uh, it's like a part-time job. And I admit, I'm one of those people. I honestly do need to go out and touch grass more frequently. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, when you say touch grass... It means go outside <laughs> and literally touch the grass. He doesn't mean get, get a little high. No. No. <laughs> no sure. That's a different go, meaning go in California. See nature. Chris, you're younger than I am. This is fucking... This is fucking Zoomer speak. You know this shit better than I do. I'm not that much younger than you, mate. You're fucking, you're fucking 15 years younger than me, Christopher. Stop that. Oh my god. I'm too, you are, you are, I'm 33 you are this year. 18 years he is, old. He is not 15 years younger than you. I you are 18 years old. I am 33 children. this year. Children. 
What's up, yes, Dad? Yes, Dad. Let's I was gonna say, to Crash literally I'm, I'm, has clothes that are older than I am. Can we talk about Jean-Luc Picard? Oh my what? god, sweet fucking Christ, he just wants to keep talking about Picard. Good fucking god. Fine, continue arguing about your age. Go, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. We love you, Kevin. And I have pairs of underwear older than Chris. Okay, I'm going to need to text Mandy to fix that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, even I want to text Mandy to fix that. Yeah, that is you gross. have underwear from when you were like 10? Uh, sure, yeah. Still fits. Bleh. Bleh. Wait, wait, no, no. You have underwear from when you were like 7. Why do you still have underwear from when you were like 7 or 8 years old, Crash Kevin? Crash says weird flags, but okay. You weird flags, but okay. Don't you know that when you wash cotton more, it becomes more comfortable? <laughs> Duh. Yes, and eventually it also disintegrates. And also, you were wearing children's sizes at that time. <laughs> No, have you Kevin, not grown Kevin, significantly enough? Kevin may have been a dump truck. You don't know. <laughs> I mean, this also implies that Kevin is Kevin wearing children's sizes. I now. grew Kevin, into my dump Kevin, truck. Okay. Kevin may have grown out of his dump truck from when he was a kid, and now it's just a normal ass. You don't know. It's true. But what about the fucking shirts? How right, did the shirts work in that case? I just wanted to move the show on, and I failed. He's if he was seven, he was averaging like maybe three or four feet tall. Okay? Like three okay, feet tall. I have a question. What do shirts Shoot. have to do with underwear? Height. Okay? Because <laughs> you naturally grow taller as you get older. Kevin, you started this. You could have just let this in, but you let's, know you had to open your mouth. Let's get show back on the rails. Where's the step stool? Kevin is apparently Athena sprouting straight from his father's forehead. Okay. No, because Athena is the goddess of wisdom and there's not any going on over here. There is, if you look hard enough, you can see the void staring back at you if you look into Kevin's eyes long enough. Um, Wait, you sure it's his eyes you need to look in to see the void? <laughs> so, LB Urethra, What? LB challenged us to watch a show called Jean-Luc Picard Season 3. That's not what it's called. That's not what it's called. Jean-Luc Picard <laughs> Season 3. I don't know what Kevin watched, but then he did not watch the same thing as the rest of us, because that's not what it's called. Oh, did you no. potentially did find I watch something fan that fiction? Holy did you shit. potentially find something that had triple X at the end of it? <laughs> you watched you watched Picard slash fic? Alright, dude, you do you. Did you watch Picard oh going balls God. deep into Diana Troy finally? Okay, I was guys, wondering real why quick, there was so much like man on man. Real quick, real, real quick. This is not Picard Shaw slash fic. Um I am dude, gonna mention that. Oh my god. Um, yes, we. This is going to be talking about Picard season three. If you have not sat down and watched Picard season three, it is, and you would like to enjoy it yourself on your own pace. You should probably go ahead and stop listening to the show right now. Yep. But you know, just put it like on mute in a background somewhere, and just like keep, keep giving us that listen. Okay, not that it matters. We are not sponsored. We don't get paid <laughs> for this. But you know, it makes our egos feel a little bit better at the end of the day. Especially brought to you by Paramount Plus. Kidding. It's not brought to you by anybody. <laughs>
it's not on Paramount Plus in Canada, so. <laughs> the I of our it. audience is probably American. Is probably a USian. I'm there sorry. will be I'm many pretty spoilers. sure there are other countries listed. <laughs> yes, there... but the question is how many listens came from those other countries. Yeah, don't you remember Cogsuck? Cogsuck, yeah. I just want to point out Daddy Shaw. Oof. Oh, yes. Really? Oh, yeah. Anyway. AO3. Okay. Yes. There's... All spoilers are sourced from AO3. Yes. There will be many spoilers about the show, in all honesty. So if you don't like spoilers, don't listen. Um, Here's a very tepid take. It wasn't good. Enjoy Wait, it. are we starting already? Yeah, I'm starting. That's, here's my just tepid take. In. It wasn't that good. I enjoyed it because I enjoyed all the fucking throwbacks and Easter eggs. You just so you just like the fact that they shoved like nostalgic shit down your throat the entire time. Look, isn't that what we all fucking wanted? No, isn't that what we all wanted? No, no. Here's the thing: I didn't want that, but I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I I didn't want it, but I enjoyed it. What I what I enjoyed the most was continuing to see one of my favorite characters progress. Seven of nine. Oh, I love seven of nine. Um, Seven. Seven of nine, tertiary adjunct of Unimatrix zero one. <clears throat> but I okay. mean, like, yes, for me, it's a nostalgia thing. Like, when Next Generation was out, I was of an age. And that was like. You were in your 20s. Oh my God. When, <laughs> when was ne- when did Next Generation air? Uh, 89, uh, I think, in, was the first year. Yeah, it was so in I was the high 90s. School. You were in your 20s. <laughs> So, yeah, at a high level, they shoehorned all of the old characters from Next Generation into the show. That's pretty, that's like it at a high level, right? I was watching, yeah, so I was watching, not even, not even in my 20s, Chris, this was my teens. I was, I was making a joke, I know. Because it, like, it it ended in 94, so I, I hadn't, it ended when I was 19. So, like, this for me is... I don't care what you're calling me. My point is, is I fucking loved the nostalgia of this because this yes. is my teens for me. Can I right. also point out it was so nice to see Tim Russ back for the even it just was that nice tiny to see little Russ. bit. Was Tim Russ Tuvok? Tuvok. Yes, Tim Russ was Tuvok. Yes, it was. Yeah. So he is also nice a Tuvok. he is a fan <laughs> favorite on the convention circuit. Yes, it was He's so random that Tuvok was in there. Yeah. No, it made perfect sense. Tuvok is a okay. So you have to understand, Tuvok is a legacy character going back to the original series. Original series, yep. really? Oh, okay. yes. Well, not on, uh, in the movies. Yeah, what was it? Undiscovered Country. Undiscovered Country. Yeah. He uh, Tim Russ plays a he plays a Vulcan in that movie. Yep. Uh, he's just a bridge. He's just a background bridge character. Yep. But the thing is, here's the thing: Voyager actually explores that explored yeah. that whole it talks thing. About that. They're like, like there's oh, an shit. entire episode dedicated to it. Um, or uh, okay, so are, are we are we gonna do this in order? Or are we just gonna talk? I think we should try to stick maybe I think in order. We just talk. I, I uh, let's get everybody's <laughs> takes first. Get the takes. Okay. My get take was it. Take. I wasn't that good. Chris, I I enjoyed it. It was nice to see legacy characters. Um, it was nice to see the new characters um, getting the spotlight that they deserve. 
I like that. Kevin? I teared up and or cried on multiple occasions during this series. Not gonna Yay. lie. I enjoyed it a lot. I I thought that it was much better than the previous two seasons. Um I think it is well, you can definitely watch it standalone, but I enjoyed I enjoyed almost the whole thing. There were some things that I did not enjoy. I'll get into that later. And uh, um yeah, pretty much the same as both of them. Like I I liked the nostalgia of it. I liked seeing the character development in some of the like not the next generation characters, but some of the younger ones, like seven. The next generation. Like yeah, the next <laughs> next generation. The next. <laughs> um you know, like I I liked yeah, oh my god, I hated Captain Dickface for a while, then like I came around, but I really hated him. I just, the first episode i wanted to fucking stab what him what character was captain dickface shaw. was that liam shaw. Captain, shaw. Cap- captain liam shaw i hated him that first episode oh my god i wanted to stab him it was it was the dead naming that got me okay not just the dead naming but also the fucking disrespect to have an admiral and a senior captain to dinner and start eating before they fucking arrive when they arrived on time, are you fucking shitting me? I liked his attitude. Like, oh no, he was so disrespectful. So here's so the thing. disrespectful. When it comes to Shaw's disrespect, I completely understand it. I, I when, okay. when you get once, the backstory, once they gave the backstory, so I was like, okay, okay, I get it. I still don't like that you did it because you're still part of a military organization. And okay, you would okay, be I need you to stop right stuff. there. I need you to stop right there. Starfleet what? is not a military organization, man. not a military org. It's structured like a military it's, org. It's structured like okay, one, but I'm, it is I'm, not. I'm, okay, it's I'm not like talking Navy, about yes. in. I, I'm talking about the structure of it. You're you're working within an organization that is structured based on a hierarchy like a military. If he had pulled that, something like that shit, he would have been. Someone would have been up his ass so fucking hard, whether Picard is a retired admiral or not, he still was a fucking admiral. And that level of disrespect would be a fucking no-go. But I can see people having a negative opinion about them due to some of the crazy shit that they went through. And he named some of those. 100%, but they're still your senior officer and you're expected to show them respect. But they're not senior officers. They're not senior officers. They are both retired. Well, the thing is, is that you have to remember Riker's not retired. Riker is still a captain. They're the same rank. He's the equal rank. It does not matter that there's no, like, respect that has to flow between them because they are of the same rank. doesn't matter how long Riker's been a captain for. So that's that's sorry. Sorry to shut you down. I I thought that this guy who played Shaw, um uh Todd Stashwick. Stashwick. I, th- I thought he was in something that I recognized him from, but I don't really recognize he's, him from anything. He's, he's a been character in a actor. Yeah, he's a good character actor. He's in a yeah. few things. He was in Twelve Monkeys, the T V series for a long time, the originals. Mm-hmm. And there was like one other show, but I didn't watch those shows at all. But yeah, he's done a lot of cameos here and there. Um. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Apart from wanting to, I liked it overall. Also, can we give props 
to the kid that they fucking cast to play Jack Crusher because coming in playing the character that he was playing knowing knowing that you know like who he's going to be the kid of that's fucking big boots to step into and he did a good job uh, Ed Spe- yeah. uh, Spielers yeah is that Ed his Spielers. name mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not kidding. A couple times I called him Taron Edgerton because there was a, like certain angles and certain ways he no, no, spoke. I, I, it was I like, it, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> when it, did Taron Edgerton show up? Like, what the hell is happening? Can I, no. can I also just say massive props to the younger cast because they did so mm-hmm. fucking well, good. They held, they held yeah. their weight against the old, like against the older crew. Like they, they were not like just props in the background. They did an impeccable job. And major props to the two girls playing the LaForges. Oh my god! Yes, I love they, them. Like, can I? Can because oh, like we know who one of we um we know the um Mika Burton is actual daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but the but the other the other young girl, what was her name? Uh, Ashley, Ashley Chestnut. Chestnut. Yeah. Ashley, she she was so fucking good as Sydney LaForge. So fucking good. No, I think disgustingly good talent. I think the Ed Spielier, whatever his name is, I think he has a really good career coming for himself. I think I also loved Amanda Plummer as Vadic. Oh my god, Vadic was such a good character, and she did that role so well. She's she's such a good actress. Like she Mm -hmm. really and truly is. Um, Like Amanda Plummer. the, that the, was the, the, the bad guy the, for the first half. The bad guy for the first half of the series of the show. The, the, cha- the changing captain. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. So I love the Easter egg that they threw in with her. I, I just thought it was very weird to have like a southern like Hick being the bad guy for most of the show. I just felt like did this woman just step out of a trailer southern. park? <laughs> That's yeah, what I felt like. It wasn't, you, okay, so for starters, wasn't a Southern what? Heck accent, so don't even no. know where that was coming from. Secondly, <laughs> her backstory is completely explained, and there is a com- there is a very logical reason as to why she chose that avatar. Yep, that avatar is literally the one that tortured the symbiote. Okay, Got it. not a symbiote. That you know what I mean. Changeling. Um, the thing. Yeah. So I liked the thing that I liked about this season was that like every episode they like introduced a new old cast member, and it was just like so cool. At least a. (laughs) Yeah. Several and some. But just like when they brought on, was supposed to have a part in it. Who's he? Harry Kim from Voyager. Oh really. Maybe finally get promoted to captain. Interesting. <laughs> no longer an ensign. No longer ensign. Yeah, just like when I first saw Worf and when I first saw Jordy, I was just like, yeah, it was like so cool to see them again. You know, I thought it was a very interesting way that they managed to reintroduce uh, uh, Brent Spiner. The, the, the Moriarty. Oh my god, when Moriarty yeah. showed up, like when when the crow came in, and then mm-hmm. I was like. Wait, what? No. And then the other, I was like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. And then when he walked out, I was like, oh, no. so fucking excited because I loved those episodes. 
Which, by the way, he looks amazing for his age. Oh, legit! Like, God, how old is how old is he now? Spiner? The pro, the pro, no, no, Daniel no. Davis. He's the seventy-seven. Pro, the problem is, I so I love Daniel Davis. And I love his Moriarty, but I cannot not see him as uh, the Butler from the Nanny. From nanny. <laughs> I cannot not just see him as the. <laughs> oh, I love him. He's so good. <laughs> I'm going to remind you that Brent Spiner's 74 himself. So Jesus. Wow. I mean, they're all up there. Yeah, they all look so good for their age. I mean, I love Gates McFadden, but she. <laughs> oh, also wanted to stab her. Well, yeah. For always, few... wanted to, always wanted to stab Gates, Gates McFadden. Like for a few episodes, I was like, how dare you not tell him he had a child? <gasps> I was so mad. Oh, I was so mad. No, this is this is. I'm gonna keep doing this just because I'm super like, yeah, super um, uh, nerdy and super. I love her, Jerry Ryan. Oh my god, so fuck. Mm -hmm. I can never, I can never not say good things about Jerry Ryan and the character of Seven. Seriously, she she has done such an amazing job with that character. Like Mm -hmm. she's so. so she was good. she was thrown in to be Voyager's sex appeal, and she turned into such not only just an integral part of the series, but such an interesting and unique character. Yep. Um, and the way they've continued her throughout the three seasons of Picard. Yep. Oh, it's so good. A hundred percent. I love her. I want more Jerry Ryan, and I want more Seven of Nine. I think that all of their writing is shit. All three seasons. Hmm. Just we gotta flat out say it. I think the writing's dog shit across all three seasons. I mean, there's zero consistency. There's zero consistency to the entire show. All three seasons. Season season one, season two, season three. Like nothing. to do with and because like, I was like, why are you guys telling me to not watch season two before? And I was like, but by that point, I was already part way into it, and I love the Q storyline, so I was gonna finish watching the Q storyline because I love the Q storyline. Um, but I was like, when I started watching three, I was like, yeah, okay, I understand why you guys were saying this now because there's <laughs> connection. The only the oh. only connection between any of them that has been consistent is Seven and Rafi. There being a dynamic between the two of them. That is the only marginal connection between any three seasons. Yeah, can someone explain Rafi to me? Because I didn't understand what she was doing on the show at all. Okay, so Rafi is set up to have been a adjutant to uh, a right-hand man to Picard when he after he was a captain and while he was an admiral and establishing the Romulan exodus during the destruction of Romulus by mm-hmm. the supernova. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. That's that's how she is set up in the show. Um, and then it turns out that she's actually uh, Federation intelligence. Um, and that all of it's kind of been a bit of a cover, but kind of not like she's operating in the shadows by using Picard's name and his presence she's sort of as a operating in shield. the shadows by open by operating in plain sight. Right. Yep. Um, and that's her whole deal. She's um, also a she's, recovering drug addict. 
Yes, she is also a recovering drug addict who um, is estranged from her from her ex-husband and her child because she went down a conspiracy band. She went down. Which she went down. Turned a, out to be true. Yeah, she went down a rabbit hole that. Uh, yeah. Uh, had her living in a trailer in the middle of the desert, smoking venom or something, snake bite or some shit. I don't remember. I what love called. when it turned out that Worf was her handler. Like, oh, that's awesome. like I saw that coming, where but the, at the same time, like, but at the fuck, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, like, where I, the fuck I saw did that it come coming, from? but where did it come from? Like, I understood like, that's what they were gonna do, but where the fuck did that come from? At they, no point in Michael Dorn's entire run as Worf did he get set up as an intelligent super spy, or or like this fucking peaceful hippie dude? Like, no, that they like, they actually what? tried. They actually were trying to set that up during DS Nine. He was he was less mm -hmm. violent. Yeah, he was definitely trying to find a peaceful core, especially with the the storylines with him and Alexander and everything else, and his and his half brother. Okay, valid, valid, stuff. valid. Okay, they were yeah. trying to set okay. him up as a less violent yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think of that, but yeah, <laughs> no, trust valid. Well, a lot of that, yeah. And then when it turned out that Roe was his. Oh my god! Oh, Roe. I know. I know. Oh, bro, hurt. <laughs> that really hurt. I was not prepared to see Rolaren, and I was not prepared to see her demise. <laughs> Explaining to my wife who Rolaren was was interesting. Oh, how does that go? I haven't fucking watched. When she handed off the I, earring, oh, I, I broke. It's like I haven't watched. I haven't watched The Next Generation in like 20 years, so I'm like, I remember her. She's an early character that is Picard's sort of like apprentice. Yes. And it's some weird shit going on there because it's early 90s Star Trek. Um, And then she stops and she joins the Maquis and she's like, who are the Maquis? And I'm like, OK, this is going to take a while. Um, it's not that she joins the Maquis, she's put into the Maquis as a plant to get information and then turns. She Correct. joins the Maquis. Uh, no, but it's the same thing. It's the same thing, Nath okay. just gave more information. Okay. That's fair. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, alright, this is gonna take a while. 30 minutes later, I'm still explaining Star Trek DS9 <laughs> and the interaction between the Cardassians and the and the reason why the and the reason why the demilitarized zone exists and a bunch of other stuff. At what point did you get to Voyager? Um, we got to Voyager after a while uh, because I had to explain that yes, there is a there's there's concrete evidence of the of the Federation and the Maquis working together for the greater good of their own existence. Can I, I just Voyager. say I'm a proud mom in that I didn't have to explain who anyone was because my child has watched all of them. Okay. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. Look. Awkward, awkwardly timed flex, but all right, you do you. Um, <laughs> um no, that yeah. The um, introduction of role was, and it, it was, it was nice to see again that character, that actress back. Okay, because so, we didn't, because the whole wasn't the whole initially. It was going to be role Laren on DS Nine. Rather than yes, rather than Kira Norris, rather than Kira Norris, yes, I thought that was the case. Um, yes, so originally the actress who played Ro Laren was offered that role on DS Nine. She turned it down. They had to 
pick up um, Not a Visitor, who played Kira Norris, um, for DS9, and they had to change some of the storylines around uh, to accommodate the fact that it was not the same character. Um, because she didn't, I think she didn't want to get stuck or typecast, was the thing. I, I think it was typecast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that was that was the case there. So yeah, so Rolaren was originally intended to be the Bajoran Federation liaison on DS9. <laughs> Let's do a quick rundown because we're talking about a lot of events that are out of order here. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> that have no basis and bearing on anything. Right. Picard season one, a synthetic android revolution happens. Mm-hmm. Um, no one knows why. Um, so now you're going to spoil lo- the other two seasons. Yes, 100%. And I didn't watch said, this is gonna... Kevin's being facetious. He's being funny. I did okay. watch the first one twice, and I still don't know what happens. If I don't care. TLDR. Um, <laughs> TLDR. There are more Soong type androids out there. A descendant of Soong still lives. He's still making androids and you have Data's daughter, quote unquote. Is Data Everybody joins Um No? Yes, cuz wait, does Data die the first time in the first season or the second season? Yes, first season. First season. First season. Yes, so Data is well, in the first Data season. It's the third time in the first season. Well, yeah, third time in the first season, yes. Um, so yes, that's first season. TLDR, there are more Soong type androids out there. And that it turns out that the um, it turns out the synth uprising was a Romulan cult's plan who has also been implanting um, Vulcan passing Romulans into Starfleet. Up to and including an admiral. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. Uh, you get the first utterance of the word "fuck" in Star Trek canon. Uh, no, that came in Discovery. We have uh, no cameras one, showing on season Twitch. one of Discovery. Um, Telly says "fuck." What was that now? Uh, we had no cameras showing on Twitch for a minute. They're back now. Oh. Season one of Discovery. Telly says "fuck." Okay, I believe believe i'm googling it just went out again yeah i i know what it is i don't understand why yep apparently fifth episode of discovery was it telly was it right yep right um, so yes, it's basically season one. TLDR. There is a hidden Romulan plot to uh, fuck over the Federation because it is not actually Romulans, Romulan. but it's it's still Romulans, <laughs> but it's like crazy conspiracy theorist Romulans about a great destroyer appearing. Um, and yeah, a bunch of shit happens oh, there. Um Seven of Nine is working with the Rangers of Fenris, which is a vigilante organization that patrols, you know, the far sectors of Federation space. And Rafi is a conspiracy theorist vaping in the desert. Um, Picard is an old man at his um, 
vineyard which he shares with some Romulans that he helped evacuate that feel that are Scottish for some reason. Scottish Romulans for some godforsaken reason. Um, I think complaining it was nice to hear a Scottish accent. Because Scottish Romulans are best Romulans? Apparently. Um, yeah, that um, Data isn't dead, but he kind of is. His body is disconnected, but his consciousness is still there, and that's kind of how they're doing things and shit goes on, and then Picard sort of, like, helps him die. Yep. Um, and nobody else of consequences in the series except for, oh, yes, Foulmouth, former Federation guy, pilot of La Serena. Cristobal Rios. Cristobal Rios. First Rios. Um, you know, private, private spacecraft. Um, Dude, I'm sorry. Star Trek Picard has given me three seasons of good-looking men. <laughs> season two. Um, time travel. They go back to 2024 or 2026 or something like that. 2024. 2024. Time travel. They go back to 2024. They got the best Whoopi Goldberg impersonator ever to play Guinan. She was great. Did you not like her? I loved her. She was fantastic. I had no problems with the actors playing Guinan. I had problems with the shenanigans of what they did with the character Guinan. Yes, I didn't say anything about the character of Guinan. I spoke specifically about the actress playing a young Whoopi Goldberg, essentially. Mm-hmm. Who was absolutely fantastic, spot on. I loved it. I I called that out. I was I was like I told my wife I was like, go back and watch Sister Act and tell me this woman is not Whoopi Goldberg. Thirty years ago, forty years ago, mm-hmm. or even earlier than that. But she does a fantastic job. Uh, time travel happens. They go back to twenty twenty four, and apparently, shit's a lot worse next year than I thought it was going to be next year. Um. Um, yeah, shit hits the fan next year, apparently, uh, in the next eight months. I, I mean, they had to do 2024 the way they did 2024, because it's in keeping with the canon from with the, with the, the canon 90s. Timelines, yeah. they, like, the canon timelines, yeah. Yeah, like, the, the, there wasn't really anything they, else they could do in 2024 other than what they did, because they've oh, already yeah. established things went to shit in a certain point in, you know, that area, so... Like, oh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with what you're saying. But yes, it was kind of funny now that we are in the 2020s to be like, <laughs> you guys are so wrong, but also somehow not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of fuckery that goes on. Uh, a lot of people don't like characterization of Guinan and some of the other characters. Um, it's okay. Um, they go back in time and they, oh, I forgot Dr. Girardi. Um, they go back in time and shit happens, uh, because the ship they're on gets blown up by a space laser from a Borg cube. Um, yeah, um, it's all a little fever dreamy, I know, as I'm trying to explain this, you know? Um, storyline, all horrible. the storylines are a bit fever dreamy. <laughs> Um, yeah, so T 
TLDR, the ship they're on gets attacked by the Borg, by a Borg they've never seen before. Um, they end up going back in time because of this. Um, and, you know, they, they meet Jean-Luc Picard's great-great-great-great-grandmother. Yep. Who's a key factor of the Europa mission, Enceladus? I forget which one it was. Yes, the Europa mission. Europa. Key part of the Europa mission, which is part of how... Uh, the earliest forms of uh, faster than light uh, warp drive are discovered and built out in uh, Star Trek. Essentially, without that, without the Europa mission happening, Zephyr Corkin would not have invented the warp drive. Correct. Um, shit happens. Chris Rios stays back in the past, and Q is also involved in this. And then Q dies because apparently this was all just a test to get to make Picard understand that you know you have to live life and. And, you know, love the things you're around. And, you know, uh, Q loves Picard so much that this is why he did this to him with his dying breath. And then Q dies and then they go back in time. But Chris Rio stays behind and helps raise up a kid who becomes one of the necessary horticulturists or something related to further developments in the uh, in warp drive. And dies in a bar brawl. And dies in a bar brawl. Yeah. And made me really character. <laughs> and made me really sad because I love the actor. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's what happened there. Uh, that's season two. Season three. Um, old people get together to do shenanigans, basically. Old people um, get together to deal with old people's kids. <laughs> yeah, there's a conspiracy going on. Um, there's apparently a there's apparently been a changeling infiltration uh, happening over years since the Dominion. That's not War what ended. you find out in the beginning. You just find out that Which? Beverly is up. Beverly is being tracked by some rogue ship. Right. Yes. Correct. Beverly and Jack. I'm not. I'm not going through the entire season, just like in he, detail. He's, he's doing oh. TLDR. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah, this is just some TLDR stuff. Um, um, there is a changeling infiltration that's happening in Star Trek in in this Federation, um, and it's very deep, and a lot of people are apparently mm-hmm. changelings that people weren't aware of and they've been rewriting the dna of everyone in starfleet by using transporters but it only works on the younger generation it only works on young people which you know is a bunch of bullshit (laughs) but whatever bro you do you can i just say what the whole changing infiltration thing was that not a like an entire storyline in ds9 uh yes, there was the a changelings infiltrating federation. Yeah. And... The, I think that so the whole point of this season was to wrap was to wrap up and tie in essentially Voyager, DS Nine, and the Next Generation into one season. Okay, which they that, successfully cause... did. They had tie-ins to all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I, that was the one thing that confused me. Was like, why are you reusing? Like, you so done the this. thing is, Do the thing that new? I have to explain to you. Is that I actually felt like season one and two, like sorry, sorry, I actually felt like season two's story was more coherent than season one or season three. I would agree with that. Season two, like from a story writing perspective, it had a narrative that it was attempting to close. 
All right. Yeah. And it had a clear start and a clear end. Yeah. Agreed. Season one sort of meandered season around. Season one was confusing. It was like, season one la 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 la. <laughs> um, season one is very meandering that eventually gets to where it's going. Season three felt like five different stories all being told at once and none of them being told in a satisfactory fashion. Okay, and also told in such a way that the author was just like, yeah, okay, I'm done telling this now, and done. It's just like, yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're done. done. It's the last episode. I actually double-checked that I was on the last episode, it ended so abruptly. I was like, is there another? No, okay, we're done. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) What? The third season was very much, hey, we got told we're not going to get any more seasons, so we have to shove everything in at once. And like, it very, suffered very greatly for it. <clears throat> it. It suffered incredibly gratefully for it. Um, I very much. Um, I like storytelling. I like writing that is done well. I honestly liked season two because it did have a very cohesive, coherent storyline that it was explaining. I thought season one was okay. It was trying to come off as like a sort of almost like a noir or a mystery. And sort of in that kind of Poirot, uh, Poirot kind of storytelling style of it's like, oh, it's a bunch of disc disjointed sort of wandering stories that sort of all meld, meld together at the end and make sense. Um, Season two, I really like I liked the flashback sequences in season two to Picard's youth. I liked those. I liked I that wasn't exp- taking on those. I liked the explaining more about who he was. Because the thing is, we have this grand vision of Jean-Luc Picard as this. I am a old vineyard owner and my family has owned this vineyard and that's I'm, I'm very good at what I do, which is captaining people and, and leading people. And it's like, no, I mean, nah, he come shit happened when he was a kid, bro. Some he had shit a lot happened. of trauma. It's like, yeah, it makes sense that who he, he, the person he becomes because of that. Um, I, I really, I liked the second season for that reason. I liked it because it was also contained. You really didn't need a lot of extra information because it does it 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 perfectly loops back on itself to the beginning of the season. Because the beginning of the season sets up the mystery. Middle of the season explores that mystery and the end of the season wraps it up and brings it all back to the beginning. And explains what's going on in the beginning and continues the story at that point. Um, I'd like to ask where the fuck was Jurati in season three? They didn't want to use it. Where the they fuck used that explains their... everything that makes this all go away? Where the fuck is their Deus Ex Machida? They they used all their budget on the old cast members, so they couldn't afford to bring her back. Wow, really? That's where you're going I'm with that. Just, that's, yep. that's the answer you're going to give with that. Yep. 
How did anybody else feel about that? Because that was fucking dumb. I never understood. So when season two finished airing, they essentially uh, made the announcement that a lot of the new characters, only one of the new characters would be returning, and that was Rafi for season yeah. three. Um, and it never made sense to me. Where's Elnor? Where's Jurati? I, we understand where, where Chris is. Uh, this Chris is very sad about what happened to that Chris. Yeah. But it's like, what, where's the other two that are clearly still alive and clearly still in the current timeline? What, what's happened here? They mentioned Elnor in passing. <clears throat> They mention Elnor in passing. They mention the Elnor in passing. Yep. That doesn't really help too much, does it? Yep. I mean, technically, they mentioned Jurati in passing. Well, the, the thing is, though, it's like they talk about, they talk in this show about, ah, oh, we need to get our Borg expert. And it's just like, oh, yeah, they're bringing Jurati back. Let's go. And it's like seven of nine. And I'm like, no, that's <laughs> not how that works. No. Where's Jurati? Where's the fucking Borg Queen? Where's the time-displaced Borg Queen? Who runs a collective of equals? I mean, we know why that actress wasn't in it. Do we? The actress that played the Borg? She passed away. No, not her. Oh, I'm the actual Jurati actress? Okay. I'm talking about Jurati. I, like, I thought we were talking. I, I was like, wait, 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 what? And Jurati passed I, away. Because he mentioned the Borg Queen, so I was like. Yes. Jurati's a Borg Queen my brain, also. My brain, my brain doesn't connect. It's like, I'm like, Jurati's also a Borg Queen who's friends with Picard and there to help. Like, where the fuck is she during this whole thing? Wouldn't she have noticed this, maybe? Possibly with her advanced Borg tech from the future? Alice Creek didn't pass away? The other one. There were two Borg Queens. The one queens. that played the Borg Queen in season two. Oh, okay. But it's... That frustrated me greatly. I'm like, where the fuck is Jurati? Where the fuck is the highly advanced Borg Queen that is friends with the Federation? I don't even know what you're talking about. That's okay. I'll be right back. You all continue this conversation. Okay. I mean, that was okay. most of the conversation. Where's the Borg Queen? Yeah. I, I did like that um, they had Alice Krieg, even though she wasn't playing her in season three, she voiced her. Yes. Which I loved. It was nice um, to have the, the, her voice back. Yeah. Um, God. I don't know where to go with I, this because this we is, just this kind is a, of... <laughs> Like so this is a this is a this is just me being again a big Voyager simp. Um, when when we got to the Starfleet Museum, and we saw all the old ships, oh, we saw the yeah. old Constitution, we saw the yeah. Defiant, we saw 
a high res intrepid. We saw Voyager. Yep. I loved it that. Such a nice moment. Yeah, and, I loved that. And for the and again, it was a nice seven moment where he got to say that Voyager was her home and what she's doing, looking for a new home for another family. There were there were so many, so many nostalgic Easter eggs through the whole season, like right from like the literal opening sequence of the first episode. That's a throwback to the movies. Mm-hmm. The the in the twenty fifth century. That's that's a throwback to Wrath of Khan because that's how Khan opened. But it was in the twenty third century. Like the whole thing was just peppered with fucking mm-hmm. throwbacks to the movies and like it like I just I, I I had fun watching for all of those moments. Like I was like, oh there's that. That's from this. No that, that's that. And it was very much um very much nostalgia from the beginning. It, it, it was a, it was a trip down memory lane. It, it was very much a trip down memory lane. Yeah. But the storyline wasn't cohesive. It didn't make sense. No, it didn't. I was too busy having a trip down memory lane. And... <laughs> Kevin? I didn't. I agree with Neff. I cared more about the characters than I did the overarching story. The only thing that I didn't like was all of the Borg shit that they tried to shoehorn in in the last two episodes that didn't make any goddamn sense. And, and the only reason I think they did it was to bring back the Enterprise D. So that they could all be on the bridge again at the end. Probably. But, Probably. Because like, after they killed the changeling lady, I was like, all right, the show's over, right? Like, nope, let's do You're all like, this Borg shit. You're like, oh wait, shit. no, there's like six more episodes to go, yeah. <laughs> it's like, let's do all this stupid Borg shit now. It's just like, is, is this a new season? Or maybe that was a second the, season. It turns out the Borg and the changeling are working together. Jewhorn. It just seemed all very rushed to me. Oh yeah, the whole fucking thing was rushed as shit too. I so I just overall did not like the storyline. I like so here's the thing. When it comes to season three of Picard, I like the thing I like the most about season three of Picard is the <clears throat> potential that it concluded with. Because there's so much potential of for story within that timeline. Because obviously, you mean for going we, forward, they could make a series forward, out of yes. Seven being a captain, and yes. So okay. like obviously, and, with, with with Discovery, that's in the 29th century. We have our story there. With Strange New World, that's the 23rd century. We have our story there. We have nothing in the 25th century timeline anymore. Yeah. Can someone explain to me why? It's acceptable to rename a ship older than the goddamn Enterprise the Enterprise. I don't understand why they made the Titan the Enterprise. Yeah, I didn't are... I didn't get that flex either. I was like, but the Titan is like what? Titan's like, like multiple okay. retrofit in. That's yeah. I mean it's 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 
it's a different Titan from the one that Riker had. It is a, it is a completely different ship. It is a more modern ship than Riker, than the original but Titan. I, this is a Titan E. No, but but in, in keeping with that convention, slap Enterprise whatever on a new fucking ship. Not I agree. Rename the, like, that was a weird... No, no, I agree with that. I just, I, I think we're overestimating how old the, the, the ship is. I don't, uh, it's not as old as you seem to think it is. It is a new ship. It's just not, like, sovereign-level new compared to, like, Intrepid. Hmm. I'm doing some research on Memory Alpha real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll have to, it actually, all, all the memory alpha site for the Titan has been changed to USS Enterprise G. Yeah, the USS Titan would later be succeeded by the Constitution 3 class Titan A. Well, if, yeah, so it's it's the Constitution 3 uh, NCC 80102A. Mm-hmm. So as a new ship, it's not it's not the original Titan. Yes, it's Constitution class. But Constitution three. It's a third model Constitution. Con yeah. Con three was built originally in the twenty three nineties. Yeah. So it's still a relatively modern new ship. Still, like the whole point of. Enterprise being the flagship of the Federation and Starfleet is that it's supposed to be the fanciest, biggest, fucking craziest peacetime vessel that they can make. Yep, which the F was, the G is not. Yep. No. The, the Con 3s are warships. They are, let's be honest here, they are warships because they are from that era. All the modern ships are warships, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I would say the Intrepid is the last of the science ships, of yep. the actual exploration ships. Yep, the Intrepid class, yes. Intrepid class is, is probably the last one of that style. Well, there's, uh, there's another style that comes in after, I believe, but yeah. The Intrepid is the last of the great exploration explorers. vessels. Yep. Yeah. Because it was literally designed for long-range scientific exploration. Yeah. Uh, it's... It was it was being designed before the Dominion War kicked off, before um, anything like that. So it was designed for exploration, but they couldn't just change it halfway through. Yeah. Well, actually, they did change it halfway through. They did. They the they the, the movable nacelles. Yeah. They weren't originally movable, but then they realized, oh, let's be a bullet right, through space be... instead of a truck. We are contradicting in-season canon. Go ahead and explain, LB. Um, LB is present, but not in, not in this chat with us, um, even though he really should be. LB has LB our takes, finder. LB takes this shit way more serious than any of us do. Fact finder um, and executive producer, LB. Yeah. Um, LB, yeah. Um, I, I honestly just think that uh, I, yeah. 
give me a give me a big old sovereign give me a give me an intrepid give me something weird give me no, some weird LB, we know, here's the thing, we know the Titan, the original Titan and the Titan A are two different ships. The Titan was a Lunar class, this ship is a Constitution class. They are two different ships. The, can, the, the, the season canon is wrong compared to the canon that they've already set up. That's the thing, that's what we're saying about the show contradicting itself all the time and not being cohesive. Now, you remember, Riker commandeered the Titan during mm -hmm. season one. During the standoff sequence, when he when no. they brought all the was that yes? Nope, that was not the Titan. I'm thought that I'm pretty certain that was the that Titan. Was that was not the Titan. The Titan as a US as a as a lunar class. What was what showed up in season one is was not a lunar class. It was yes. way too big. We just said it's con three. I'm pretty certain he shows up in the Titan in season one. No, no, one. no, it's not the Titan season one. Uh, let me find out what he showed up in. Um, okay, what did I miss? Too much. Okay. There's the Alpha. Show me there's the Alpha. What culture? There we go. Oh, excuse me. Mm -hmm. uh, no, aboard the flagship UFS Zhanghei. It was the Zhanghei, that was it. What class was it? Uh, inquiry class, maybe? Uh, it's an inquiry, yeah. So, yeah, the Zhang uh, was an was a uh, inquiry class ship. Uh, yeah, yeah, I knew it wasn't the same ship. But regardless, Roddenberry Tears of Canon movie than show than all other sources. This is why we have Memory Alpha and Memory Beta. Yep. Memory Alpha is canon, Memory Beta is not. Memory Beta, memory beta is canon unless specified. It's, sorry, it's non-canon unless specified otherwise in another material, in another preceding uh material it's the same it's the same way star wars works right now it's the exact same way star wars works is that movies and shows are canon and then any other media that exists is considered not canon unless explicitly mentioned in one of the first two types but yes, i thought three was a mess in terms of storytelling, I thought three was an absolute mess in terms of storytelling. I clearly am in the minority here. 
No, no, no. We all think it no. was a mess of storytelling. No, no, no. We I, all think it was a mess. What I said was I was too focused on the nostalgia and enjoying the nostalgia and the characters and stuff to get hung up on how much of a mess it was. Yeah, it, none, it, none of us disagree with you. We I just don't disagree all... that it was a mess. It was just I was focused on other shit. <laughs> I was, I I was just really happy to see some fan favorites back and characters that I loved and seeing where they are now in their timeline. I yeah. I didn't you know, I I played mm-hmm. the by episode game of find the Easter eggs that are in this episode. What are they referencing now? Woo references. But I like that stuff. <laughs> Anyone else want to know what happened with Belana Torres and Tom's daughter? Anyone else want to know what happens? I'm just so interested in what happened with that whole thing. Uh, Lana and Tom's daughter? Yeah. Mm. Um, oh my god, I forgot in Voyager, about that. Doesn't she, in Voyager, it's mentioned that she becomes Starfleet eventually, right? I think, because they so, see her in one the of the time travel episodes. In the alternate timeline, where Voyager, it takes 21 years for Voyager to get home, she joins Starfleet and is an ambassador to Kronos. But mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. doesn't happen because Voyager gets home in seven years thanks to some timey-wimey shit. Yep. So we don't know what happened with Balana's daughter. The only uh, other, the only other um, source would be Star Trek Online, but that's not canon. It's memory, unless it's memory specified data. otherwise. Unless specified otherwise, it is not. No, the, the whole the whole thing is completely different from anything that's happened TV show wise. So it's it's considered non-canon now. It's it's alt it's an alternate timeline that canon. Yeah. Previous showrunners would have made Data versus Lorraine Matrix Neo versus Agent Smith type fight. No one needs to no one needed to see that with Brent Spiner. <laughs> I don't think Brent Spiner wanted to see that. <laughs> Wait, what? Sorry? Um, LB said previous showrunners would have made Data versus Lore a Matrix versus Neo Neo oh. versus uh Mr. Smith. Yeah. I genuinely really like what they did with Data versus Lore versus B. I thought that was a bunch of bullshit shoehorned in crap just to bring Brent Spiner back. Which is exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. But I like how they resolved it all. I don't like that. I don't like this, the, the fact that this whole thing was nostalgia for the sake of baiting nostalgia. I mean, that's who the show is for, right? I mean. Well, that's the problem is that the first two seasons tried not to do that. And then people bitched and moaned about it. And so they're like, fine, it's just going to be fucking nostalgia bait this whole fucking time. It's just going to be fan really nostalgia bait. It really, really was. There was so much in every episode. This is fan wing nostalgia bait. I bait. I don't like that. I do not like that kind of storytelling. I do not because it's it's derivative. It's bullshit and doesn't tell anything new. Hmm. It just goes over the same tired bullshit every time. Which feels bad, man. Fair. That's that's kind of the reason why I didn't like the third season of of Picard. Also, I kind of didn't really like the third season of Picard. That's why I've liked. Um, I actually didn't hate what Discovery did with its with pretty much the whole show. I didn't. I love Discovery start finish. I have no. I've. I love. I didn't Discovery. hate it. I'm gonna put it to you this way. I didn't hate it. Um, I'm I like, very sad that season five is the last season. Yeah. Uh, I've liked I liked what they did with Lower Decks. I liked what they did with Strange New World. I liked 
A Strange New World is very much it's fan wank, but it's fan wank from the get go. Have you watched Prodigy? No, I have not. Prodigy's really I've heard good. Th- good. I've heard good things about it. I will watch it at some point. I will watch this children's show for children at some point. Here's the thing: it's a children's show. They do not talk down to these kids. In no way, shape, or form do they talk down to these kids, and it's so refreshing from a kids' show in the current era. Gav does not like the nostalgia cram. He does not like it. Sam, I am. I have to eat soon. I know. Um, I was just thinking the same thing. I was like, I need lunch. The I'm starting to get on. I like what they've done with the other series of Star Trek because they are trying to experiment and do something different. Yes. So, did you know about Discovery? You know, Discovery has got essentially every season is its own independent story. Yes. There is no real connection. Discovery, when it was pitched to Paramount, was supposed to be a um, American horror show style show. Anthology. That's what's called an anthology, Christopher. Oh, it's supposed to be that. The, the, same, the same crew, uh, well, the same actors playing different characters each season aboard the USS Discovery. Discovery would be the only connection between each season. Okay, that actually sounds really cool, actually. Uh, that because would each actually season, be kind of interesting. Yeah, each season goes through a different time, time frame kind of thing, you know. That sounds Parallel cool. universe type thing, type thing. Parallel universe time things, yeah. I like that. That sounds interesting. That's I would have said that. It's that. one of the reasons Discovery seasons feel like they don't connect. Because they're at, because they're telling the same, they're telling the stories the way that they were going to tell them. Well, the other thing modified. with the other thing with discovery is that it doesn't seem to have like tried to tell me that there's an overarching story. So I'm just like, all right, this is cool. Sorry, I'm just going to watch this. It's like watching Doctor Who. Yeah, discovery has felt like watching Doctor Who. Each season has its own like story within a season, but it's. There's no connection to the previous season, and it's it's a nice it's it's nice. I like I mean, it. I some, like I like the way Discovery is doing. Like some of the well, characters connect for months. There's ago. there's the only the only reason that's the thing is because they had to rewrite the show to make it actually work as a seasonal show. It was mm-hmm. supposed to be completely separate. Yeah. Um. So, everybody see half this group appears to be hungry at this point and just wants to go get something to eat. That's fine. I can go it's be just done with this. It's just because it's I get you. at night and I'm hungry. I know. Um, Kevin, I know you have not talked a whole lot so far in this. Um, mm-hmm. What kind of thoughts do you have here? I mean, honestly, I thought I would have more to say, but I really don't. I like seeing all the old characters. I thought that it tugged on my heartstrings in terms of like getting the band back together. And I think it was good for that. You know, like I don't, I don't think every season or every show of star Trek has to be, uh, hearkening back to the older seasons and connecting the dots. But this one did, and I appreciated it for that. And I don't think it, you know, 
it's not if they did every season like this i think it would suck but i think it's you know as a one-off thing i think they really kind of hit the mark with fans or previous fans of the show because i don't feel like the previous two seasons really connected with me as a you know primarily a team and uh next generation fan so yeah i i liked it but um you know i'm interested to see where they go with the younger cast to see if those people will persist on into future seasons and you know maybe picard continues to be about picard but now it's picard the kid uh, no picard. this is the last season that was the last season oh. there are no the more, there are no future seasons well yeah if they decided to do something like that i could see that and then there was like another ship of people that went off and people were saying like i had googled if they were going to start a spin-off show from that other cast um but i don't think they will i don't i don't know uh, or maybe that was from a different show i can't remember it but I think it's um I think that Star Trek still has a lot of life left in it. I just think it's going to start to get confusing with all of this like with Strange New World and with the Discovery like what is like the canon show now and it's I don't They're know. They're both I'm canon. They're both canon. So Strange New World takes place in the past and it's leading it's the lead up to the original series. Discovery mm-hmm. takes place in the far-flung future. It is the rebirth of the Federation. Right. Okay. Got it. After the burn. Yeah. The, um, what you guys were talking about with like tie-ins to old storylines from the original Star Trek. I, it's just been so long that I've seen that stuff, even the movies that I didn't really connect with it as much or understand the Borg tie-ins or the other shit. It's like some of the shit you gotta rewatch it periodically because it's been, you know, 20 years or more since I watched that stuff. I watched Voyager every couple of years or so. Mm-hmm. I rewatched DS9 every three to four years. <laughs> Too many current shows I need to watch to go back and watch the ones that I watched. Yeah. In fact, I'm, due, I'm due a Voyager rewatch. But in it, a few years. You know, honestly, when I'm sitting there for over 30 minutes flipping through trying to find a new TV show to watch, I just need to rewatch some of these old seasons that were actually good. Because. Yeah. Like, this was actual, like, great TV. So, yeah, I enjoyed it overall, even though I'm actually going to start rewatching Stargate. Good luck. It takes a while. Oh, no, mm. I know. I'm going to watch it chronologically as well. I've never seen the Stargate TV show, but I love the movie. You would love the TV show. TV show is good. I think the TV show is very good. Um, just remember, Chris, that, well, uh, you're in another country, so it might be different. In the U.S., the movie wrap-ups are not on the same streaming service as the series. Uh, I know. It's very annoying for me. Uh, yeah, so we're going to watch SG-1 up till season 7, then SG-1 and Atlantis together. Yep, and then last uh, season with, because so, they happen concurrently because they happen concurrently and there's, oh, there's okay. crossovers that matter um okay. and then okay. you watch arc of truth uh and then you watch uh you watch arc of truth uh whilst watching season four mm-hmm. no arc of truth first then season four of atlantis and then, then you, you watch universe. continuum 
then you watch Universe and Atlantis, and then you watch the last season of Universe. And then you go and find Star Trek Origins for some reason, which was terrible. I don't know, if I was doing chronologic, Origins would have been first. Yeah, Origins first, yes. So it's Origins movie SG-1. Correct. There's a lot of Stargate out there now. Just there's a saying. lot of Stargate. I did there's not like, realize this. And there's there potentially like, more coming. There's like 20 seasons of Stargate for the TV show. There are oh, wow. 17 seasons of TV and no, 18 seasons if you include Origin um, and three movies. Yep. I'm sorry, there's what? No, there's, there's one movie. What? No, there's, okay, there's one movie. There's, there's two, Stargate. There's two there's, movies that happened for no, the no, series. No, 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 let me, there's Stargate and there's Stargate right? SG-1, The Arc of Truth, and then there's Stargate SG-1 Continuum. Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. There's there was going to be a Stargate Atlantis movie, but I'm glad they cancelled that. Oh, you didn't want more Jason Momoa? No, 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 no. I'm glad they cancelled it because of what the story was going oh. to be. No, I, I think Neth was I think Neth wasn't aware that Jason Momoa got his acting one of his one of his oh, big yeah. acting breaks on Stargate Atlantis. Stargate Atlantis is the reason Jason Momoa is such Adding a big actor. to my list of things to watch because that's pretty. That's very you pretty. It's a young Jason Momoa. Ugh. Yep. A little, little wiry. Little wiry. Little wiry. But he beefs out as the seasons progress. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say, peak Jason Momoa, Hal Drogo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is before. This is before he did this uh, before Game of Hal Thrones. Drogo. Yeah, this, this is, is before be- Game of Thrones. This is, this is, this is babyface Jason Momoa. Really? I gotta go look this up now. It, it's it, Chris is overselling this. He still has a beard. He still has shaggy hair. He still kind of looks like he does. He's just a little slimmer, but not by much. Chris is overselling. No, his no, he, no. I, I definitely see babyface. Yep. There we go. Com, com, compared to Cal Drogo, he's very much babyface. Like he's, he's still young there. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Atlantis and is one of his first his, major roles. You can see his acting just improve over to, as the seasons progress as well. Oh, yeah, I had no idea. Okay, so Ned's watching Stargate. I mean, probably not. Watch... I don't think it. I don't think it's streaming anywhere in Canada, but probably is. Probably is it Stargate. Uh, Stargate. It's Stargate something. Stargate. SG-1. Thank you. Stargate SG-1, Stargate Atlantis, and Stargate Universe. Yes, so Stargate Atlantis was... It ended three years before Game of Thrones began. Mm-hmm. Which is why, as the season progresses, you do see them bulking up. He also did 44 episodes of Baywatch in the late he 90s, did. early 2000s. He did. Just looking him up now. Just because. Baywatch, Atlantis, and Game of Thrones. His big TV... Uh... Okay, so it's apparently on Amazon Prime for you guys in the US, but not in Canada. VPN it. What VPN's for? That and protecting your personal data. We are not sponsored by any VPN <laughs> companies. Do we just become sponsored? 
sponsored? What the fuck happened there? Ah, uh, yes, oh. Neth, you're going to be watching Fast 10 then? I haven't seen eight or nine yet. I haven't seen I haven't seen no, two through nine. I think, I, I think I've seen eight and I haven't seen nine. I don't remember. Oh, uh, you fucking weirdos and your fast detections. You could just have LB like force you to watch all of them. That's no, awesome. Yeah. Uh, However, I, LB, I, I 100% will be watching Fast 10 at some point, not just because of Jason Momoa, but also because of Jason Statham. Um, I was going to say Jason Statham. <laughs> like, I, I was going to say Jason Statham. <laughs> I'd honestly rather staple my deck to a bullet train. train. Yeah, I know. Shit in your hands <laughs> and clap. We know. Yep. I I just like, I it, for Statham, it's the accent. I fucking love his voice. This bitch. He he this could read the dictionary to me, and I would happily listen. Like, all right, I think we're done here. I think we're gonna go ahead and end that on that uh, note from Neth being incredibly parched, thirsty. I mean, as much as I can be, I guess. <laughs> I, you know, I said I would listen to him read a dictionary, not that I want to jump in. She's boat. thirstier than I sounded when I woke up. <laughs> Good callback, Kevin. Good callback. All right, folks. Uh, last final thoughts. Neth. Nostalgia is fun. Kevin. Long live data. Christopher. I want Star Trek Legacy. I want Captain Seven. Um Gavril. It was all shit pretty much. Like just honest God truth. I hated the storytelling. I thought it was rushed and cramped. And incredibly claustrophobic, and I don't know how much of that was showrunner versus writer's room. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, gonna be our show for this week, folks. Star Trek Room, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Coast Coast EU. Kevin is at Swing Cat with a K. Chris is at Akari underscore Lich. I, of course, am at Am I Witty Yet? Neth is at Neth Winch on that hell site that we don't choose to talk too much about anymore. Uh, send us emails to feedback at Coast Coast EU.com. We'd love to hear from you. Join us live on Saturdays when we record and stream this show here on twitch.tv slash ctceu for links to today's show and for our discord visit the website at coasttocoasteu.com shoot us review soundcloud stitcher itunes spotify however it is you pour these liquid liquid sexual words deep inside of your brain oh. say live long and prosper boys and girls live long and prosper live long and prosper boys and girls peace and long life <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>